Hello there, Gen Financial Assurance family. This is Miles with Gen Financial Assurance in the business of helping businesses, and welcome back to another podcast, Unleashing Digital Potential. So today we're going to be talking about marketing plan for insurance agents. We're going to go over a bit of the history of insurance markets, uh, ways to build your clientele and email lists and things like that. So today we're going to start with the history of insurance on ancient Babylon in 1750 BC. Ancient Babylon, the earliest known insurance policy, is found in the Code of Hammurabi. This policy was designed to compensate traders for losses incurred during transportation such as damage or cargo theft. Uh, and next, we Middle Europe, the guild systems emerged with members paying into a pool that covered their losses. If a master's practice burned down or if a master was suddenly disabled or killed, the guild would support them or their surviving family. Next, we're going to talk about the markets of insurance. So commercial, we're looking at about 56000 a year, close to fifty-seven. dollars uh, Life insurance, we're looking at 62000 a year, 63000 a year. Uh, PNC, we're looking at 37000 a year. Uh, health, we're looking at 41000 and general insurance, so this being travel, pet, and things of the such, would be 55000 almost 56000 Next, here are the general steps for your marketing strategy. You're going to want to identify your ideal customer, whether you look into being a life insurance agent or health insurance agent or one of the two, or I mean a combination of the two, excuse me, or uh, PNC or general insurance agent. <clears throat> This is all going to be different. And this is all going to look different as well if you're an insurance broker, an insurance agent, if you work at uh, a uh, agency, like an uh, independently owned agency or brokerage, or if you work at um, like an agency of a bigger carrier. So for independent agents here would be what I recommend. The general steps would be identify your ideal customer next analyze demographics and psychographics so this is going to be you know say you're working in commercial like i do you're going to look at okay do i want to work with small businesses or my carriers looking for a million dollars revenue and up are they looking for um people with one or two locations are they looking for virtual locations things like that uh you also have fleet trucking you're going to have insurance for that as well so you're going to want to look into who your people are and then you're going to want to tailor, tailor your marketing strategies to those demographics and psychographics, meaning you're going to want to be where those people are. You're going to want to speak how those people speak. Next is the marketing timeline. Step one, we're going to learn SEO and its importance. Okay, I talk about SEO a lot. If you missed the last episode, episode two, we talk about SEO a lot on there. Uh, this will be search engine optimization. This is making sure that your content is found by other people when you put it out. Um, so on let's see the internet with a web page on youtube on instagram with hashtags across facebook and twitter as well uh pinterest so pinterest is also technically a search engine but it's kind of got social media platform-esque to it uh, but it's mostly a search engine so you're going to want to learn seo for sure if you're using pinterest as a means of marketing step two utilize social media platforms like we talked about a little bit ago um we're going to look at 
Instagram, Facebook, uh, you can start YouTube, you can go to LinkedIn if you're looking for business to business. Um, different platforms are going to have different demographic and psychographics on them. So you're going to want to, like I said last slide, tailor this to who you're looking at. So if you're looking for, let's continue going with the commercial route. If you're looking for business to business, you're going to use LinkedIn, uh, Instagram and Facebook. And uh, I'd say TikTok is personally a good one for me. I found a good bit of success on TikTok through um, finding other small business owners and things like that. Step three, after you've driven that traffic to your social media platforms, you're going to want to build a professional website. I can help you with this here at Gen Financial Assurance for low cost, but you're going to want to use SEO importance with creating this professional website. You're going to want it to be mobile first designs. We're going to talk about that a lot today. Insurance agents need to understand, especially if you're in the B2B world, not a lot of people are on computers these days, okay? 80% of everything that people are going to be looking at these days is going to be on their phone. Content marketing. You're going to want to develop useful content, talk about different policies and speak with people in your niche. Continuing along with this commercial trend again, we're going to want to talk to business owners. We're going to want to talk to um, people who are higher up in a business if you are talking to the CEO. Uh, going PNC route, you're going to want to go to car communities and uh, different car shows like that. You can get a lot for vintage cars. I know through um, Allstate, you can do a lot through um, vintage cars and even ATVs. I know Allstate does a lot with ATVs. Uh, utilize blogs and newsletters. Create a blog or an email newsletter and leverage cold or old leads. So you're going to want to create something engaging, have a subline that people want to open in. You're going to want to do a mobile first design, which we'll talk about more about uh, emails and newsletters specifically at the end. Uh, leverage video content. Use long-form content to create short-form videos to start engagement. So these blogs and newsletters that you're already doing, these podcasts, maybe even YouTube videos that you're already doing, you can take them and break them up into smaller things. Excuse me. So that way you can post them on TikTok. You can post pieces through a thread on Twitter. Um, you can, yeah, that's honestly a big thing with Twitter doing threads you can take your entire podcast condense it down and then at the end link your podcast so that way people can catch up on all of the things that you may have left out just because you can only have a certain character amount per tweet um another good thing is TikTok as I said I do a lot of um day in the life behind the scenes so I post those um separate from my podcast but I do post quite a bit of podcast content on my TikTok and this seems to be what gets me engagement is people like when I'm talking into the microphone, when I'm talking with you all and not at you all. Uh, networking and relationship building. Join industry associations and networking groups. You're going to want to be a part of this. If you're in um, property and casualty, you're going to want to join these realtor groups. You're going to want to go to open houses. You're going to want to talk to people in uh, adjacent industries, not necessarily in your own industry. If you go to like an insurance event, then you're probably going to be fighting for the attention of the people there who want or need insurance. No matter uh, what type of insurance you sell, you're going to want to go to, uh, like I said, realtors events for PNC. You're going to want to go to business conventions for commercial. You're going to want to go to um, like pop-ups outside of your local clinic or anybody selling insurance could always do a pop-up at a local event let's see you've got 
some summertime events, you've got pride events. I don't care if you're a part of the LGBT plus Q community or not, you still have the availability to go and set up a booth and really help some people out who may not always have that um, accessibility with insurance. So being accessible or making yourself accessible to these people, you can uh, get a big following and get people to support you who you otherwise wouldn't in the community. Uh, build partnerships with local businesses. So especially for commercial, you're going to want to leave your business cards places. You're going to want to meet up with some people and you, you know, help out one business with insurance. They have other business friends. They're going to recommend you to them. And that leads us up to number three, use your referral program for client acquisition. This can be in the form of gift cards or discounts on certain things. Um, you're going to want to check with your local guidelines on this. I know in Michigan, it's a little iffy about referral programs for insurance, especially in the PNC world from what I've learned, but, um, referral programs are good ways to get, um, client acquisition and to get new clients. All right. Here I said, we we're going to talk about email marketing a little more in depth. So you're going to want to build an email list. Here are some ways to do that. You're going to want to create valuable content content that these people are going to want and need and engage with is often formed strategically. I have one pop up every time you click on the home page for my website. Uh, I'd like to add some more other places, but I'm having issues with my hosting server at the moment. So no updates right now. Um, ooh, at the end, I will tell you guys a little bit about the ads that I ran as well. Uh, so number three, building an email list, offer freebies and incentive. Who doesn't like free things when they sign up to get a free thing? They're going to have to give you their email in order to get it, which means you are growing your email list with giving away something very small. I personally have a freebie for a website building map, and that's going to help people build things out in their mind. But when they need help developing and they don't want to go to a standard dev app for, um, really expensive, you know, developer software engineering, they're going to come to me. So that freebie thus, you know, brings them back to me for more, uh, segment your lists. Another good way is to keep your lists segmented. So you're going to want, you know, if you sell multiple types of insurance, you're going to want, uh, you're not going to want your PNC people to get commercial businesses because nine times out of 10, those people want to insure their homes, their cars and things like that. They don't have a business and you know, so you want to make sure that the content you are sending is worthwhile. And that could mean, uh, segregating your lists a little bit and building them up into different groups. And, um, number five, optimize for mobile devices. Very, very, very important. No matter what you're doing in the business world, if you want people to see it, you're going to want to optimize it for mobile devices. So whether you use a PDF or whether you send it out right as text, um, you're going to want to make sure that it shows up nice on mobile device. All right. Next is crafting engaging campaigns. Knowing your audience is the first step. Okay. Like I said, last time for building an email list, you're going to want to create valuable content, content that your audience is going to enjoy things that they are going to open and scroll through a compelling subject line. This is going to be really what gets your foot on the door. You knock on the door, they say, who is this? And this is the first thing that you have to show for it. This is the first thing that they're going to see. This is a lot of times what is the make or break of having your email open, especially if it's a cold email. 
engaging content is another big one. You're going to want to build things that are valuable to your customers. You're going to want to build things that they stay engaged with, whether it's scroll through this email and find a little such and such for a gift card or, you know, run a little contest, do some polls and ask questions. All right. Number four, again, mobile friendly design. We talked about that a little bit before for building an email list. I'm not going to go too in depth on that again. Uh, but a clear call to action is extremely important. You don't want to just send an email, have them be like, oh, that was nice, and then close it. You're going to want that email to lead back to your website, your social media, things that you're doing, an event that you maybe have set up. So make sure that you have that email driving traffic somewhere. Next, we have projection. So 60% of all small business customers comes from internal referrals, okay? Engage with your customers, encourage them to leave reviews, ask for feedback, ask for referrals from your current client base to expand your clientele. This is what's really going to get your business rolling. This is going to cause that avalanche, that snowball effect where you get one, one tells two, two tells four, and so on, which is incredibly important, especially when building an agency from scratch. All right, I think that about does it. So we are going to talk about ads now. I have gained over 2,000, over 2.7K, I believe, views on my Facebook, which is incredible. I am truly excited that these ads have worked. I actually ended up getting two ad, uh, leads from one ad, which still isn't the best click per um, uh, person pay or um cost per click there we go but uh i would much rather pay seven dollars per lead and have them close than pay a penny a lead spend a thousand bucks and have none of them close so and that's another episode of unleashing digital potential with your host miles davis with gen financial assurance in the business of helping businesses if you're interested in learning more about our services or reading our blog be sure to check out our website genfinancialassurance.com thanks so much for tuning in hope to see you next time